Hi, this is John Bell, and you're listening to Zombie Astronaut Frequency of Fear. <laughs> The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Frequency Light. All of the wraparound, but none of the OTR. Mmm, so refreshing. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Delicious. How's our patient in room 526? Sedated, sir. Excellent. Open his door, if you please. Yes, sir. And how's our great white hunter this evening? Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting wabbits. Of course you are. I fear, however, you won't find any in your little padded room. Very, very quiet. Don't fret. I brought you a stuffed toy bunny to placate you and your bloodthirsty urges. A wabbit? I'll leave you to your thoughts. Orderly. Kill the wabbit. Kill the wabbit. You're not seriously going to sleep in the Winnebago, are you? Camping was not my idea. Ergo, I do not have to adhere to these primitive rules and preconceived notions regarding... Camping. I'm making s'mores! Uh, Dr. Von Martinez, there's no mayonnaise in s'mores. Or beef jerky. Or... What is that stuff there? <laughs> Anchovies! <laughs> Sleeping on the ground, cooking food over an unsanitary fire, having relations with bears. What? Mm, s'mores are so salty! That's not a s'more! Mmm... So salty. Doc, sleeping in a sleeping bag in a tent is not sleeping on the ground. It's still ground level. And how is cooking over a fire dirtier than eating at Glutton Baby's Burger Barn, which you do often? Fast food, I'll have you know, is created under controlled conditions, using only the amount of filth allowed by the FDA in carefully monitored grease laboratories. Grease laboratories? Besides, their fried pies are truly something to sing about. Well, nobody goes into the woods to have relations with bears. Other bears do? That's not the same thing! Ha! Check uh... and mate! But not with bears. Ah, there's nothing like relieving yourself in the woods. Small animals are so much softer than toilet paper. That is really disgusting, Captain Bone Marrow. Word of advice. Beware the crusty squirrels. You... you... you expected me to... 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 be in the woods? All right, so maybe that detail hadn't occurred to me. Anybody want some coffee? I always want coffee. Oh, ugh. Jeez, I'm Pete. What's in this? Mayonnaise! What? <laughs> I'll have some of that, matey. Anything is drinkable once you pour some rum into it. Here you go, buddy. Uh, on second thought, I'll just drink the rum. I don't know why we couldn't at least stay at Von Martinez's cabin. At least it has a DSL hookup. Oh, oh, and C-SPAN! One through five! By the way, if he has a cabin, why is he staying at my castle? Anyone up for a game of Russian roulette? Whoa, whoa, me, me, can I be the thimble? Whoa, or can I be the top hat? As long as I'm not the stupid race car. Oh, maybe we should have stayed home after all. Oh, hey guys, look, I'm bleeding. Does that mean I win? Oh, 
Okay, camp counselors, settle down, settle down. I'm your head camp counselor, Biff Butternuts, and I'd like to welcome you all to Camp Morning Breath. Yay! Yay! Now we have our first group of kids on their way. They'll be here first thing in the morning. Yay! Settle down, you guys. I realize we're all a naturally good-looking young adults with the typical young adult's propensity for partying, but we really need to be on our best behavior this year, not just because of the calls we got from parents whose children wanted to know where a Peruvian thigh trap was, Ah, because this behavior seems to attract serial killers year after year. But as many of you know, this is the 10th anniversary of this camp's most prolific serial killer. And we just don't need to tempt fate this year. Serial killers are bad. They tend to gruesomely kill most of the counselors in icky icky ways, which is a pain in the seat cushion to clean up and really makes hiring new counselors difficult. Last year, we had a visit from that psycho that dresses in his mother's clothing and kills lots of people. And later in the summer, there was the Chainsaw Pete incident, which was really sloppy, dirty, messy. If we could just keep the premarital sex and recreational drug use down, maybe we could avoid getting some very unpleasant visits from psychos this year. Now we have to focus on our new campers. So let's ready, counselors. Stephen, Stephen Spivey, get your hands out of your pants right this instant. Yes, sir. What did I just say? You disgusting monkey, you. So, ten years ago in these very woods... Oh, what is he talking about now? He's telling a spooky campfire tale. A real spooky campfire tale? Of course it's real. Would I lie? Yes. yep Well, I would, but not whilst telling a tale. Why, it's the one time you can be sure pirates telling the truth. Does anyone die in this tale? There's always death in a pirate tale. All right, I'm in. Far be it for me to pass up a chance to laugh at someone else's tragedy. So as I was saying, ten years ago in these very woods, there lived a hunter. He was a short fellow with a speech impediment and a huge bulbous bald head. He had no family or friends. He only lived to hunt. However, he wasn't a very good hunter. Never killed a single animal. One day he spied this rabbit in the woods. For the life of him, he couldn't shoot this wily rodent. He tried all hunting season, but he could never bag this rabbit. He became obsessed, growing crazier and crazier as he prepared for each following hunting season, determined to kill this critter. Another hunting season passed with no luck, and then another, and then another. The rabbit always managed to evade him. By the next hunting season, he was sure the rabbit was talking to him, taunting him, teasing him, periodically dressing like a woman to trick him into self-injury and shame, and sometimes kissing. What? Finally, the hunter became so insane, he began tracking campers and counselors at a nearby summer camp, thinking they were the rabbit that got away. And though he proved to be terrible at killing the wee creatures of the woods, he turned out to be quite proficient at hunting human beings. 
He ditched his shotgun and picked up a machete, using it to cleave camper bits. All sorts of bits. It was really gross. There was an FBI manhunt for him, but they never managed to find the stubby mass murderer. And some say he's still out there, picking off hikers and campers, one by one. That was complete crap. It was. I need to change my underwear. That's not what I'm talking about. I wasn't the least bit frightened by that ridiculous story. Pay it no heed. See if I care. It won't be me who ends up dead at the hands of... Fudd. Fudd? Even the name is completely unbelievable. But it's true. All of it. You lying, lying, liar, pirate, liar, pirate, liar. I'll make you eat your accusations, you mad bastard, with a very dirty fork. And I won't tell you how it got dirty either. That's it. I'm going to bed. In the Winnebago. Alone. Fudd? Seriously? Why are you giving me crap, too? I didn't name him. That story gave me crap? Shut, Shut up. up! In my pants! Shut, Shut up. up! Just saying. I'm going to bed. Somebody remember to put the fire out. I'll do it. <laughs> Not with your urine. Then you can put out your own freaking fire. I have no idea what I'm doing, or where I am, actually. Hey, wait a second. Who put crap in my pants? Hello there, friends. I, I see they let you sleep the cafeteria today. You may eat the lion. You may eat the rhino. Oh, yes. You may even eat the camel, even if his head is broken off. But never eat the owl. You must never eat the owl. Uh, that's nice. Well, have fun sweeping. Try not to hurt yourself with the, uh... Must not eat oh. the owl. Must not eat the owl. With the, uh, the broom handle. Uh, talk to you later. Mr. Brainulus. I know. Back to my room. I've got to go over my notes anyway. You know, Dr. Gwynplaine has me helping with a very important project only I can assist with... Stop talking. You invented warm and fuzzy, didn't you? Oh, my Gordon Lightfoot! What is wrong with you? Ah, never mind, I know. Crazy, dumb thing to say. Say, orderly, did you happen to see where I dropped my ink pen? If you don't pick up your paper and follow me to your room immediately, I'll break your pinky fingers and check your prostate with them. Seriously, you must be made of kittens and rainbows. Wait a second, do you mean break my pinkies and twist my arms around behind me, or break them completely off and stick them up my... you, you know. Uh. I'm hunting a wabbit. Uh. Come on, Dwight Jr., get out of the car. Oh, I don't want to go to this camp, Dad. Now, son, going to camp builds character. It's got vitamins or something. I think Dr. Phil said that on Oprah, back before he pissed Oprah off, you see. But some people get it killed here. Think of it like this, son. If a psycho killer shows up this year, all that running for your life will work some of that fat off. Because you're fat, son. The neighbors think you're pregnant. That's how fat you are. But... No time to chat, son. Your mom and I need to get to the airport. We're going to Disney World. We were just waiting until we could dump you off somewhere before we took this trip. Disney World? Thought we'd enjoy Disney World more if you weren't with us. Because you bug us sometimes, you say. We'll be back in two weeks. But camp's only for a week. That's why we gave you a tent, son. See you later. We're 
You're here, kids. Yay! <laughs> this sucks. Now don't forget your backpacks, kids. I won't forget my backpack. Because one time, when I was this many, this guy had a backpack and he went into the woods and he put down his backpack and he went into the woods some more, but he forgot where he put his backpack and a lion ate him. And he died? Well, yeah, a lion ate him. Why do I have to go to camp? This is not how a woman spends her summer. Stop saying that. I won't be able to see Waxy Bruce for almost two weeks. Good. Be nice, Bob. Listen, Melissa Bessa, it's only a week, not almost two. And you're going to have a lot of fun. You'll see. Besides being a... a... woman... Bill. Dizzy. We can trust you to keep an eye on Bob Jr. and Eugene. Don't worry about me, Mom. I know karate foo. There is no such thing as karate foo, Bob Jr. There is too. I invented it last week. Check out my mad skills. Hiya! Hey yo! Hiya! certainly made me mad. So, wait, if I'm old enough to watch Bob Jr. and Eugene, that means I'm old enough to drive, right? Get in the car! <laughs> so, what do you know about Camp Morning Breath? Absolutely nothing. But Camp Arawak and Camp Crystal Lake were book solid already. <laughs> Besides, what kind of trouble could those sweethearts of ours get into in a week? Come in, orderly. Sir, Fad has escaped. Escaped? He picked the lock on his door with an ink pen. Hmm. He's more resourceful than I realized. Should I call the police? I suppose. Wait. Why don't we wait until sundown? Just to make things interesting. <laughs> Arr, it's great to be in nature, dampening its creatures. Now it's time to head back to camp and drink a bottle of rum or three. Or fourteen. Wait a second. Where's the camp? Hmm. Perhaps I shouldn't have spun around in circles whilst urinating. Now I'm not sure what direction I should go in. I never get lost at sea. Curse you land! Who's out there? Are you a bear? Don't think you can try anything funny with me, Bear. I'm not that drunk yet. Oh dear, what if it's... Fudd? I've got to find the camp! Zombie! Mr. Von Martinez! Mr. Despicable! Where are you, Blastitor? <laughs> oh! Oh, pock! Oh, that stings a bit! Oh, crap! Be very, very quiet. Uh-huh. Oh, me head. Heads are sticky. The wood ticks must have taken most of the beatings. Probably why I'm still alive. Thank goodness for a complete absence of personal hygiene, eh, wood ticks? <laughs> Floors are sticky, too. Did I have that many wood ticks living in me hair? Can't see a cursed thing. Where's me matches? 
Holy hermit crabs! It looks like an abattoir in here. Bones and people goop everywhere. Oh no, some scurvy devil stole me cutlass. Let's see. This broken leg bone will have to suffice. Oh, someone's coming. Be very, very quiet. Uh... Bless the boils on my bottom. It's... it's... it's FUD! I'm hunting a rabbit. <laughs> oh! A leg bone in his leg bone should slow him down. There's me cutlass. Arr, I take your machete and I raise you a cutlass. Arr, arr. Oh, take that. Arr, arr. Oh, 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 hey. Oh, hex bells, I've been decutlassed. Oh, hey. Watch it, you big headed freak. Arr, me pirate hat. You killed me pirate hat. Does your evil know no bounds? Whoa! He's better at this than I thought. Time to make me escape. Kill the wabbit. <laughs> children! Children in the woods! Filthy monkeys! Does this bug repellent work on child cooties? I have no idea. Hmm, I'd better run a few tests on it to make sure. Dr. Von Martinez, what did you do with my Meepod? Oh, that old thing? I lost it in an Uno game with Captain Bone Marrow. Great. I'll never see that again. Well, you won't need it once I release my new invention, <laughs> the Mind Pod. <laughs> it allows you to steal MP3s with the power of your own brain. As soon as... Shh, I'm rocking out in my head. Come on, baby, ride the mayonnaise rocket. It's blasting off tonight. As soon as... You'll be sorry if you uh, miss this, honey. This mayo's out of sight. As soon as Captain Bone Marrow returns from... from disrespecting the wildlife, we'll leave. I think it's gonna rain soon, anyway. Pardon me, zombie. Dr. Von Martinez, are you stealing MP3s with your mind? Or using what passes for a brain in that discount skull of yours to make up some of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life? Oh, yeah! Once again, stupid is solved. Zombie, please continue. I, I was just saying... I saw Fudd! I saw Fudd! Oh, it's, it's Bigfoot! Big I've got a Bigfoot! It's Captain Bone Marrow, you circus freaks! The other foot? Not so big! Shut, Shut up. up! Sorry, I didn't recognize you without your pirate hat. Get our crap in that wiener bagel, and let's get the halibut out of here! Wiener bagel? That could be tasty! It's a winner bagel! Win a bagel, you seafaring simpleton! What the... Look at this! When did we get a flat? It's not just one flat. They're all flat. It's too late! For what? It's fun. I saw him. He tried to butcher me. There's no such thing. There is, you crazy, crazy bastard. Not crazy. Come on, guys. Can we please... I've got a knife in my neck. Oh, crap. You've got a knife in your neck. I know. I just said that. I couldn't hear what you said. Could you have a knife in your neck? Kill the wabbit. Kill the wabbit. Great Arthur Q. Bryan. Fud is real. What do we do? What the fud do we do? I think we should make a run for that camp. I've got it. Let's make a run for that camp. I said that. Shut up and run. Kill the wabbits. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just so I have things straight. We're running away from the bald guy dressed like a hunter who's walking out of the woods with the bloodstained machete? Oh, Steven Spivey. I think we're alone now. There doesn't seem to be anyone around. That was amazing. <laughs> I need to take a shower.
put it back when you're finished. <laughs> I am hilarious. Kill the wabbit. Kill the wabbit. Did you say something? Be very, very quiet. Uh. In here. You'll hide in here. Jeez. A knife in the neck hurt. I'm too fat for this crap. Hi, I'm Eugene. Back outside. Back outside. Doc. Oh, hey, dudes. Bernie? Bernie, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm the camp cook, man. I make delicious and nutritious meals for little campers. And for the counselors, I make the, uh, special brownies. Oh, you're those guys my mom hates. She's not here, is she? I can only deal with one cycle at a time that isn't a vermin-infested swashbuckler, a singing coconut and a lab smock, or a... She's not here, is she? Vermin-infested swashbuckler? Why, you... Oh, who am I kidding? Guilty on all counts. It's Fudd! He followed us to the cabin! <laughs> Fudd, man, there's no such thing as... Kill the wild, <gasps> kill the it's Fudd, man! What the fudd do we do? It's no use, I already did that line. Now go bake me a pie as fast as you can. Oh, sure thing, man. And don't forget to roll it and pat it and mark it with a D. Doc! I like pie! No, you don't. And you'd better stay away from mine. Kill the wabbit, kill the wabbit. Got a machete, man. And I'll give you a sample. Everybody, out the back door! Run away! You got you got the the bridges. I like running! You guys go. I'll stop him with my karate food. There you are, Wabbit. <laughs> uh, change my mind. Let's go! I don't see him. Where did that big-headed weirdo go? Car trouble? You know it. Can I catch a ride? Certainly, citizen. Biff Butternuts. Sergeant Staccato. Nice to meet you. So, where to? I'm head counselor at Camp Morning Breath. Right up the road. Hang on to those tight and tiny shorts of yours. Sergeant Staccato, we have donuts at the police station. I repeat, donuts at the police station. All right, Biff, this is where you get off. But the camp is right up there. Don't make me shoot you. Oh, goodness. Good night, citizen. Here I come, donuts. Hello, Wabbit. Devil goodness. Uh. Still no sign of FUD? Nothing. Find me a blasted weapon, somebody. I must avenge the death of me pirate hat. There's a tool shed behind the dining hall. That's right, man. That's where I hide the ingredients for the... Special brownies, man. All right, you big stoner. Take me to the tool shed. I'm not going out there, man. Fudd's out there. I'm not going out there. I'll kill you much more slowly in here if you don't. That'll be funny. <laughs> Jeez, man, have a brownie. I'll take you to the tool shed, big bully. <laughs> what was that? It appears we are not alone. Cool. Why are you two so 
stupid. Zombie, open that door. Why me? Because you can't get much deader than you are now. Fine. Um, hello? Hi there. Oh. Hello. What are you guys doing in here? We're playing board games partially naked. And I'm going to read a little, then wander around in the rain in my nightgown. Victims, Doc! They're potential victims! Shut the door! Shut the door! <laughs> to the next cabin! Safe at last! Oh, really? Then why did the lights just go out? Maybe someone should go check the fuses. Me again, huh? Yes! yes. <laughs> Fine. I can't see a darn thing down here. Need to find some, uh, aha, uh -huh, matches. Hello. Ah! Wabbit, why to my wife? I'm not gonna hurt you. Open the friggin' door! You didn't let me finish my sentence. Open the door! Sorry, can't hear your cries for help. I said I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your bunny brains in. Help me, somebody, help me! And make wabbit stew. Rabbit stew? You mean, you, you've been eating all those people you killed? I love wabbit stew. Could I, uh, could I get that recipe? Stand down, Fudd. Why don't you pick on a man for a change? Hey, I'm a man. Kill the wabbit, kill the wabbit, kill the wabbit. Hey, my machete. The hat-killing madness ends now. Oh, that really hurt. And this is Fermi Pirate Hat. And this is also Fermi Pirate Hat. And this too is Fermi Pirate Hat. This is... This... This is Fermi. Oh, me Pirate Hat. Me Hat. Me poor, poor Pirate Hat. <laughs> well, at least all the kids are safe. Besides, minimum wage earners are always expendable, so I wouldn't worry about the camp counselors too much. Kids, are you alright? Oh yeah, we're fine. <sighs> Sorry about that, kids. I promise we won't make you go camping again next year. Are you kidding? That was great! We want to come back next year. <laughs> I know! Well, I hope you've learned your lesson, zombie. There is nothing good about camping. Uh, sorry guys, I didn't realize we'd be chased by a psycho killer and that it would result in the death of a hat. That was me mother's pirate hat. Even had some of her wood ticks in it. Now where is Von Martinez? I want to leave. Hey, I'm over here! Why does this bear keep trying to kiss me? Oh, no. Well, I don't like to say I told you so. Here we go. No, wait, I love to say I told you so. What is it I don't love? Turnips! Beware of Fud was written by W. Ralph Walters with additional dialogue by Brent Hanks and K.C. Locke. Dr. Gwynplaine, the Robert Wrestler Home Orderly, and Fudd were played by Victor Gates, the zombie astronaut with W. Ralph Walters. 
Dr. Wilhelm von Martinez was Brent Hinks. Captain Bone Marrow was W. Ralph Walters. Biff Butternuts was Stevie Farnaby. Stephen Spivey was Jake Barrett. The rest of the camp counselors were Ellie Hirschman, Therese Chevis, Brandy Eckleberry, and W. Ralph Walters. Franz and Dixon Brainulus were W. Ralph Walters. Dwight was Victor Gates. Dwight Jr. was Brent Hanks. Bob Wolfenbridgen was Bill Holwig. Eugene was Therese Chevis. Melissa Bessa Wolfenbridgen was Victoria Giannopoulos. Bob Jr. and Ms. Wolfenbridgen were Kim Giannopoulos. Bernie was K.C. Locke. Sergeant Staccato was Ellie Hirschman. Police Dispatch was W. Ralph Walters. Dr. Despicable appeared entirely against his will. The theme song was performed by Astrochimp Enos. All other music was licensed by Big Fish Audio or Pro Samples. For more Frequency of Fear, visit FrequencyofFear.com. For more Frequency Light, visit FrequencyLight.com. brand it's grown in the mountains but we won't say which land so go out and buy some you won't be displeased we swear it won't cause some infectious disease happy holidays friends phil boyd studge here for one of our longtime sponsors stoop nagel's coffee Friends, Stoopnagels has been under fire in the media lately, accused of waging a so-called war on Christmas, all because they are packing their special Christmas blend coffee in an all-white bag. Pundits all over the U.S. are claiming that the brand you've gradually grown to enjoy over the course of 40 years has gone anti-Christmas, but nothing could be further from the truth. In fact, the reason Stoopnagels has packed their special Christmas blend in an all-white bag is to honor the season in the finest way possible by representing snow. Yes, friends, just think of that stark white bag of good old Stoopnagels as a 12-ounce snowflake of coffee reliability. And to help cement that idea in your little pea brains, we're offering, for a limited time, a very special CD recording of that holiday classic, White Christmas, recorded exclusively for Stoopnagels by none other than that world-renowned man in the monkey suit, Zip Doodah himself. Remember, friends, every stark white bag of Stoopnagel's special Christmas blend coffee you buy is a message to those who say we're anti-Christmas. After all, if we were, don't you think we'd call our special Christmas blend something else? That's Stoopnagel's coffee, hand-picked in the mountains of Brooklyn by Juan Valdez's little brother, Julio. Try some today. Don't let rich coffee goodness go to your head. Just go out and buy some Stoopnagel's instead. Four pennies per pot, it's that coffee delight. You'll still be up tomorrow if you drink some tonight. Stoopnagel's. The Mutual Audio Drama Network. 
where we listen and imagine together.